0: and and use trading to to complement your life. They're making 100 grand a week, 200 grand a week, half a million dollars a month. But two things, they're not reinvesting that money. They're buying the cars and 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 all the luxury items, which nothing wrong with that, but they're not putting any money back. They're not reinvesting their money and they're not they've got all their eggs in forex.
1: One thing that I really admire about you, bro, is that you were heavy in business before you started taking trading seriously, hence the reason why you were connected with QBanks and Anthony already, because you guys had business relationships prior to you actually getting involved with Forex. Now, talk about how you got started in business, if you don't mind sharing with us.
0: Yep. So for me, um, I was raised by my grandparents. So very traditional, very old school. Nothing wrong with that. I love them to death. But the entrepreneur was not um, taught to me whatsoever. It was get a job, get a job, get a job, right? Um, so no, I didn't have that. So when I first got out of the military, um, like I said, I, I wanted to find something that could make me some additional income. At the time, I wasn't really focused on replacing my working income. Just wanted some additional income, supplemental, you know? So the first, I would say business, it was real estate. I mean, I, I always say, like, there's one thing that every successful person has in common to some degree, and that's real estate. They own real estate in some capacity. Um, so that was my very first step. I started at uh, all of their stuff, listening to their podcast, and me and my wife ended up buying our first rental property in Mississippi. Um, I think it was 102000 It was nothing. Like, I mean, nothing. Kept it for a couple of years, rented it out, um, got a really nice offer on the home and made around $40,000 on the property, which at the time, and it still is, that's a lot of money. Um, but I was just balling through the roof. You know, I was collecting income every month, um, had really good tenants, you know, and um, ended up selling the property and making a really good profit. So that was my first injection into the entrepreneur world. And that was kind of what got me started. I have a post about that home on my Instagram. We held that property for, I believe it was about a year and a half. We had we had one one family in there, and they rented it for a year lease, and then they rented month to month from there. So a year and four months, a year and a half, something like that. You know that capital gain was was spectacular. You know I bought that home on a VA loan, so I didn't come any money out of pocket. Um, other people's money, man. After we bought that property, we ended up doing what's called a house hack and we bought our next property to to physically live in it was a foreclosure again nothing fancy nothing nice and we fixed up individual rooms and lived in the other parts of the home we kept that property for maybe 6 to 7 months sold it and we made almost 90k on that property in profit and then from there man the sky was the limit we rolled we moved to colorado and did the same thing all over again So those first two properties we talked about, both of them, when I got, I separated from the military in Georgia and I moved back to Mississippi for a very brief period. And that was where those two initial homes started out. And then from there, we moved to Colorado. Um, It's a crazy story, man. So we bought a really really nice home, huge basement. We lived in it for, I would say, eight months. And we had this guy approach us. We had a big RV at the time too. We traveled all the time. We had this guy approach us and he was like, look, I don't, I don't have good credit, but I make good money. I would love to rent this home from you with a opportunity to buy it in the future. He said, I'll give you $50,000 up front and I'll pay you month to month. And on top of that month to month, we were making like another $500 a month over the mortgage payment. Plus he gave us that 50,000. He still lives in that home today. So we, we hightailed it out of that home because again, at the time, 50 grand was a lot of money. Um, And we lived in our RV for a very brief period. Um, And then we ended up, that was when I ended up meeting um, Anthony Williams. And he convinced me to move to Destin, Florida. And that was where we really got started, man. Um,
1: We, We run 42 units in that area currently, 42 properties. So you got to, bro. So you got to tell us how did a complete stranger at that time, Anthony, when you met him, how did he convince you to move to Florida? You got to tell us that, bro. (laughs) Well, I
0: mean, everybody that knows me knows that I could, I could talk to anybody, man. And I am a, a, a pretty outgoing person. So, I mean, you know, when I met Anthony, man, like I was. I was pretty heavy in my entrepreneur like mind frame, but he opened up an entire different like goal for me, I would say lifestyle. I mean, I seen the lifestyle he was living and I was like, wow, like this, this guy's doing it. He's, he's 10 years younger than me. I'm about to be 36 years old, you know, and I was just like, wow, this dude's killing it, man. So, like him and I just, he, I was still living in Colorado and Anthony kind of got involved and wanted to get in the ATM business and that was kind of how we moved. He called me in Colorado and that was kind of how we moved to Destin to kind of try to start that, um, which that wasn't a success. I will say that that specific business was a failure in the aspect of uh, the ATMs, but it transpired into so much more like it was a complete win overall. man. I mean, we've got we, we've got a lot of business in in the Destin area. And uh, it was definitely a good move for us, for sure.
1: Now, you are a husband. You're a father of two. How do you balance being a husband, being a father, entrepreneur, business owner, now Forex trader? How do you balance all of this stuff and still make time for your family, which matters most?
0: I think the biggest thing, man, is from the beginning. um, My wife and I have always been on the same page. Um, she works completely from home. She's literally across the house in her office as we speak. Um, and she's honestly, man, like she's ninety percent of everything. Uh, I'm the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm the connections. I'm all that, man. But when it comes to to the business and and the the background, which you know is the most important, she's everything, man. And I think I think that's a big thing to find that balance is being on the same page. You know. And man, you know, with kids and business and, and your other responsibilities, man, you've got to find that time. You know, we put the kids down. Um, our two year old goes down around 6 30, seven o'clock. And Thea, our daughter goes down around eight o'clock, 7.45. And from that point on, man, like I put my phone on do not disturb as my phone goes all day long. Um, and I'm, I'm, I try to check out as much as I can, you know, and. We watch a show together. We sit on the couch, drink a glass of wine. Um, and you, you got to find that time for, for time with each other, man, and keep that in, intimacy going, man, because that's, that's so important because as an entrepreneur, it doesn't stop at five o'clock. You know what I mean? So that's the biggest difference between being an employee and an entrepreneur. Like it's Saturday morning and you got to take the call, you know, Absolutely. and that's just how it works. So you have to be very disciplined in turning off and disconnecting, which I struggle with, Um, especially when I'm in my zone and I'm grinding it out and I'm like, okay, things are going good, you know, but you, you have to do it, man, or you'll see problems in the long run for sure.
1: So we now know that you have a lot of businesses. You have your hands in a lot of different things. And the key to a lot of these businesses that I'm seeing is partnerships. You're partnering up with other like-minded individuals and you're creating new business opportunities. What's the key to having partnerships? What's the key to that strategy?
0: For my credit card business, um, one of the ways that we've been able to grow so fast is um, working with affiliates, with partners. So anybody man that knows any business owner um if they put it put me in contact with them i give them a a percentage of the monthly residuals that come through on a consistent basis not a one-time deal so if it makes ten thousand dollars a month in profit i'm going to give them a consistent twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars a month just for bringing me that deal one time um and i think that's outsourcing a lot of my workload i'm not having to you know hit the phones and do the cold calling and the Google search and all that, man. I mean, and and at this point it's become word of mouth. Um, So I I think outsourcing and not trying to do it all, which is not possible. That's how you get burned out. Um, I definitely think that's my mindset and and keeping everything going
1: so obviously bro you've come a long way from where you started being in the military um, just you and your wife you guys have a family now multiple businesses you're trading financially things are obviously doing well right what still motivates you to wake up and keep going what still motivates you to wake up get in the charts what motivates you to look for more business opportunities more partnerships as you continue to meet with new people what's your motivation now bro
0: I think the motivation for, for me for trading, man, is that trading is literally you versus you. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's very, it's a very mental game. And, and, you know, in the business world, real estate, cleaning service, credit cards, I'm relying on other moving parts. I'm relying on sometimes other people like a hundred percent. And with trading, it's me, my computer and my mindset. And I know that as long as I can control those things, I'm going to be successful. So I think that keeps me going and trading. And I, I love it, man. I, I enjoy it. I, I like doing these zooms. I like talking about it. Um, and I think it's a great avenue. I, I do not. And I think a lot of people, they see the Instagrammers, they see the lifestyle. It's not a get rich quick. Uh, it's a get broke quick if you're not careful. Um, and I think a lot of people need to keep that in mind. This is a journey, man. This is a process. Um and you gotta live by the rules. You gotta play by the game, or it will take everything you got. And and I think people need to understand that when getting into trading. Don't go all in on this, you know, and be very conservative when you start. But have a purpose behind it, you know, for sure, because that's gonna keep you motivated.
1: So you know I gotta ask this question, right? You're around QBanks, you're around Anthony, a lot of other traders with a lot of other nice cars. What's in your garage, bro? What you driving, man? What are you driving, brother? What you got in the driveway, bro? What type of Lambo you got? Come on, talk to me. All right, man. For for me, dude, for
0: me, uh, I'm I'm not a huge material guy. I'm I'm a very minimalistic i guess uh this is the first time i've had a t-shirt on and i don't know how long i always wear tank tops (laughs) That's how i do things Uh, we like to travel uh we like experience um i mean we go out of the country quite regularly Uh, we're about to go to greece italy all those things um we literally bought this house and we left for six months um came back to it still in boxes um so our, I would say our flex for sure is the the freedom and the traveling. You know, my wife drives a really nice Range Rover. I've got a hundred and fifty thousand dollar truck. I've got a forty five foot um, RV, brand new camper. We've got a ridiculous pool in the backyard with a cave, basketball court, the whole nine, man. Um, I'm not really into the cars. I have a nice watch. I have all those things. But the cars just aren't for me. Now, uh, I will say down the line, uh, a Rolls Royce Cullinan is in the mix. Um, but honestly, man, like I just, we like to live. We like to travel. Dude. I mean, we'll, I don't even know how much money we spent this last summer traveling. You know what I mean? Enough to 100% get the cars. But for, for us, man, it's definitely the, the experiences and the travel.
1: So with you being involved in so many different things forex trading different type of businesses, what are your thoughts on diversification because obviously you're doing it and you're doing it very well
0: and trading man like that that's that's what I love about it like you can come into the market it's no time limit for you you're not pressed to do anything like the trade setup is either there or it's not you know and and use trading to to complement your life like and here's where I see a huge, I guess, gap in the Forex industry is a lot of these guys, and I'm not hating on them, wonderful dudes, they can trade. But what they're, and I think this comes with age. I've said this before. What they're doing is they're making a 100 grand a week, 200 grand a week, half a million dollars a month. But two things, they're not reinvesting that money. They're buying the cars and, and, and all the luxury items. There's nothing wrong with that. But they're not putting any money back they're not reinvesting their money and they're not they've got all their eggs in forex you know they they take their money and they keep it in forex and i I 100 percent think that you've got to widen your investments you can't you can't go all in on one thing this stuff can be gone tomorrow just like my you know real estate and my business falls off two of my businesses falls off i'm good you know and that that's how you have to look at it and and to kind of go back to touch on the cars, that's one of the reasons why we haven't done that yet. I just, it's not something that's big on my list, man, you know, um, and I don't want, I wouldn't want to worry about having a half a million dollar car sitting in my driveway and having to worry about dealing with that if something bad happened. You know what I mean? Um and that's just not that's not something that that I'm stressing about too much, man. But I, I definitely think with with forex, it's it's a good avenue to get started. But let it complement your life, not control it. You know?
1: Yeah. Well said, brother. Chad, this has been a phenomenal conversation, bro. Um, Thank you for your time. I know you got to get back to work. You got a lot of things you're managing right now. But man, I just got to say thanks to God. All glory be to God because we started chatting on Instagram, right? And I didn't know who you were, right? You had heard my podcast, but I didn't know who you were. I didn't know who you were connected to. And we just had a conversation. We had an honest conversation. And look, now we're on the podcast having an open conversation and we're going to connect on a more personal level and get to know each other more. And hopefully we'll do some business in the future together. Right. So, man, I just want to thank you for your time. And if you could just leave one last thing with us, one word of motivation or a thought of motivation for myself and the other new and beginner and developing traders, what would that be right now, brother?
0: So I think I think with with trading and this was something I was very guilty of myself was when I first got started with strategy hopping. Right. You can't be a jack of all trades in this game. Um, you've got, like I said at the beginning, you've got to pick one or two good setups at your IC, and you've got to stick to that, man. Write your trading plan down, write your rules down, and, and live by them like you like the Bible, man. Like that's that your trading plan is the Bible in this game. So keep it simple, man. Keep it simple in this game, and don't have a bunch of clutter on your charts. For me, uh, again, multi time frame analysis. You always want to get your setups on the higher time frame. Um, go by the theory of four. So drill down to a, uh, a factor of four from your higher time frame. So for me, uh, my best setups come on the four hour. I'm going to have the 50 EMA with Heikin Ashi candles. You can use regular. It's just whatever you're comfortable with. 50 EMA, wait for price to have spent some time away from the EMA and pull back to it. Once that happens, mark that candle that pulls back into the EMA. And if you're in an uptrend, let's say on the four hour, You're going to go down to the one hour and that pullback is going to transition to a downtrend in the one hour. So you're going to wait for price to break the 50 EMA in the up direction on the one hour. And that's going to be your entry. You're going to target the four hour swing high.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Calvin, and new trader. This is my man, Chad. We want to thank you for rocking with us today on the Forex Beginner Podcast. We look forward to running into you at the bank one day, but you cannot meet us there. You got to beat us there. When me and Chad pull up to that bank, you should already be walking out with your duffel bag in hand, big smile on your face, and we believe we all going to be successful. Till next time, tell somebody you love them. God bless you, and we will holler at you later. Peace.